0: It's like an old man in Viagra. You know, I just I need my Viagra, which is our intro song, <laughs> that's, that's a perfect comparison. <laughs> it
1: was.
2: was the, it really gets you started. If you podcast right. for more than four <laughs> for, <within laughs> four hours, call a doctor. Please contact your medical assistant, your medical professional. That's right. Uh, it is very dangerous. <laughs>
0: Hello and welcome to the Untranslatable Podcast. We are here recording episode 158. And today we will be talking about some New Year's traditions and New Year's resolutions around the globe. So if you are curious about where they haul suitcases around, the empty suitcases around the street, stay tuned and you can find out. If you're curious which country will eat 12 grapes uh, before the ball drops, Stay tuned and you will find out all of this exciting information. And maybe you can implement a few new traditions in your own New Year celebrations to bring in the New Year with style and, uh, and I don't know, and uh, just kind of have a fun multicultural evening for New Year's. Uh, so, yeah, and we'll also be talking about some New Year's resolutions today as well. Uh, so in case you need some new ones or if you... Uh, want to think, well, maybe I don't need some New Year's resolutions, this is the episode for you. So without further ado, my co-host and my good buddy, Jared. What's going on, Jared? Hello.
2: I resolved to lose weight, gain muscle, but most importantly, gain podcast listeners. But really, spread a little love. That starts with you people. And please, spread a little love by following us on Instagram, the namesake of the podcast. I'll bet you f- you could find it. Our podcast is called Untranslatable Podcast. Twitter Untranslatable one, the number one, but really five star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. Uh, if my resolution doesn't come true, well, let's not talk about that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but really, I'm more of a uh, New Year's goal person. You know, I'm goal oriented. I don't hate. Uh, resolutions before we started recording you assumed that i would hate resolutions and it's a good guess you know i'm a real grumpy person but i don't hate resolutions (laughs) i i I just don't make them and i don't make them because i'm i I think i'm better than them it's more just because it might even be just because it's like "Ah, i might not even do these so you know why am i going to make these sweeping resolutions just to disappoint myself that's not fair that's fear um how are you doing chad Hey, I have a question for good. you. I'm doing good. I'm sorry. Yeah, go I, um, ahead. I have a question for you. When you're in, um, you live in China, do you ever, mm-hmm. um, it, and you plan on staying there for an extended period of time, you know, at least a, you know, a year least and a an half to year. two, years, mm-hmm. uh, two years, I guess you could say, do you ever get nervous about um, your, about your uh, not safety on like a, you know, getting mugged or kind of thing, but your safety as an American abroad in China? Or like your safety, uh, well, and I asked what, what do you mean? What do you mean? I ask because um, you know there's been issues with the NBA and, and all that stuff, and then also recently I just read something about um, about TV there pulling an Arsenal game because because uh, uh, um, Utsala was speaking out about uh, yep. about China, mm-hmm. and I, and I yep. was and and um, now listen, I'm not trying to get you God or anything, but I am curious if hearing those sort of news stories because i am sure you see these things make make you mm-hmm. uh unnervous un- nervous or uncomfortable as a expat foreigner you know
0: not not really no um and maybe maybe that's a a stupid stance well to have. ignorance maybe is bliss be worried about and them. i uh, love i love you for that no i'm kidding right <laughs> well i i think i think the thing is as long as as long as i am not rocking the boat in any way here Right. Um, politically or whatever, I think it should be fine. Um, right. That's fair. I really do. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I don't talk politics when I teach. Um, I don't talk religion when I teach. That was a little awkward, actually, two weeks ago. Uh, when I, or no, last week when I was doing an English corner or a conversation hour, my students asked me some questions about the differences between um, Protestants and Catholics. And I mean, I knew the answer, but I straight up told them. I said, "I am I, not qualified to answer Mm-mm. this because Mm-mm. in China, I believe the only people that are allowed to talk about religion and teach about religion are religious experts, uh, which I am not, and I don't know who <laughs> that would be. I don't know if that's yeah, someone with, you're like, definitely a PhD not a religious in theology. Yeah, no, by no means. Um, I be, and they asked me, you know, why why there have been like conflicts between Protestants and Catholics, and the thing I told them is, I just said they have different. Beliefs related to Christianity, which I think that's uh, th- I think that's yeah. fine to say. I mean, that's um, how every
2: war starts, but yeah, right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> they had um, pra- uh, differences that they had to work right. out through violence. Exactly, exactly. What's their? So uh, I think. T-
0: <laughs> I think as What's long the as. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> I think as long as I, as we say in the states, as long as I stay in my lane while I'm here in mm, China, mm-hmm. I think it should be fine. Um, you betcha. And you know, I think that so far it's been really good. I've learned a lot from my colleagues. Uh, I was in Beijing over the weekend for a workshop. Uh, we had we had over 150 teachers at this workshop. So this has been probably the biggest audience I've had so far in China, um, and it was really great. Uh, Wait, say that. The sorry, say that number really, again. Say that number again. Uh, over 150. Oh wow! Oh wow! Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, the Beijing American singer, which is great. The, the, can you feel? Can you feel that? Like, like, is is there more tension for you, or, or are you just like it's just the same thing?
0: Same thing, same thing. It's even just beforehand because I try to do even beforehand. Yeah, I try I feel to be like very feel inter- it interactive presentations. I feel like really? I feel it beforehand, but then as soon as I get out
2: there, like, and I start going, it doesn't really make any difference to me.
0: Well, well, the way the workshop was set up or the seminar was set up was we started at nine a.m. and ended at four thirty. I was I was actually the closer. I was the last mm, one course. to give a presentation, and I helped. Yes. I think it also I helped my colleagues like pass out materials and different stuff like that. So I think mm. because I was doing some of those things as well, it Multiple kind of rapport. already got me acclimated to the climate or the situation. Mm. But I don't really get nervous speaking in front of people. It could be it could be one hundred and fifty people. I think. I'm trying to think of a scenario. I think I could honestly speak in front of a couple thousand people, and I still wouldn't be that nervous.
2: Regular Joel Osteen over here. Um, That's right. That's right. (laughs) Oh, really? Wow. I mean, I guess Mm -hmm. it's not that I could or couldn't. It's that I never even considered that to be a possibility in my life. I mean, I I, I, the most in in my in, in my job job the most people I have ever had to present to. In, in, I guess, my six years since I've been out of college, maybe, mm-hmm. I don't know, 30 to 40 people, 50 people maybe okay. at the most, you know? I mean, and, it and also, also though, incl- It also helps that I... Sometimes when that happens, say, five to ten of them might be on the phone, too. That helps, too. Mm, Those people don't you exist, okay. you know?
0: Mm. I think my biggest gig I ever played, I think we had an attendance of over 500, I think. All right here, regular Jimmy Hendrix. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how not know about that. Speaking though, of Joel guitar Hendrix. players, Jared. Did you hear uh did you hear the news about the Red Hot Chili Peppers?
2: They split up?
0: No. I John didn't hear Frusciante I guess is guessed. joining rejoining the Chili Peppers. John Frusciante is the one who wrote a lot of their big uh-huh. hits. Under the Bridge, Californication, uh, when was it, when, when Stadium was, Arcadium album. When did he
2: leave? After
0: Stadium Arcadium? Yeah, after Stadium Arcadium. Then they got Ooh, another I guitar like player Arcadium. named Josh Klinghoffer. Uh, Josh Klinghoffer. Stadium Arcadium is a great album. It's a uh, double album. Is that the double album? It is. It is. Yeah. Yes, it is. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So Josh Klinghoffer took his place. And, and although Josh is a great guitar player and musician, in my opinion, it just wasn't the same. He just doesn't bring that level of intensity and funkiness and just... Yeah. Listen, I was a casual Red Hot Chili Peppers fan,
2: and I'm not saying it had anything specifically to do with him leaving, but I definitely started losing interest after Stadium Arcadium. Whatever album came after that, was a Danny California? No, that was on
0: Stadium Arcadium.
2: Oh okay 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 whatever album came after that uh, I I listen see that kind of shows you I I listened to but honestly, uh-huh. I but I n-
0: I never really cared much after that and I didn't even know about yeah, this Yeah I didn't get that into it either yeah so for me as a guitar player I'm super excited to hear about this it's great news I'm curious to see uh you know what their you know next album any will be like into how they um how they pat mended the uh friendship or the uh relationship I'm not sure well, I don't, I I don't say. know I don't think he left for Personal reasons, as in there were issues within the band. I think he left oh, to focus like, more on his own solo. Trying projects. to do my own thing. Exactly. Mm. And his solo music is very, very different than the stuff that they produce as a band. Very, I can imagine. Very that. Yeah. Is it like more? Uh, is it like deeper? You know, weirder? Yes. Yeah. Of course. I, I don't know if I like the term weirder, but it's more. I would <laughs> but say maybe weirder. more experimental. <laughs> That's the way I would put it. Jared will say weirder. I'll say
2: experimental. That's very political of you. Chad, no one's hiring (laughs) you for president. Hiring, no one's voting for you for president. Relax, okay?
0: (laughs) Maybe I want to be the president of the John Frusciante Red Hot Chili Peppers Club, Jared. You don't know?
2: (laughs) Ooh, you know what? I could definitely see that. (laughs) I could definitely see that happening. (laughs) Right.
0: Oh my gosh. Right. But yeah, so I think that's pretty great news. Um, Other than that, Jared, um, I have my Christmas and my New Year shopping all finished. And I New say New Year's Year shopping. shopping. So here's here's the thing. I, I haven't even not of none my Christmas shopping. <laughs> here's so here's the thing about um, traditions. So uh, in Russia, I'll be celebrating New Year's with uh, with my girlfriend who is Russian, also stuff? with uh, with her sister and uh, a couple other friends who are also. Uh, well, he's from Belarus. He's not from Russia, but uh, they have some similar new year's customs and traditions and so they actually exchange gifts and have a christmas tree for mm. new year's not for mm. christmas in russia that's what we so call a kind lazy neighbor
2: here in the united states <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> you just alienated all of our russian listeners Jared. they're gonna be sending you angry messages to i alienated messages my own family Igor too and, so uh... <laughs> <and> <laughs> there you go but uh but yeah so but the funny thing is, too, though, Jared, I watched a, a, Rushman, a Russian New Year's movie called Yolki, which is Russian for Christmas trees um, or New Year's, New Year's trees, movie. I guess. So it's like a real yeah. it's
2: like it's a bigger deal there than it is here in the United States. Yes, because here's just like fantastic. an excuse to
0: get drunk and, and elbow people in bars. Right, right. I think in Russia, the excuse to getting drunk is definitely still there. But right. other things, I'm not so sure. But so, yeah, so I feel very accomplished now that I've got my Christmas and New Year's shopping all done. So mm. I'm happy about that. Uh, excited to have some tasty – this is a little early for New Year's traditions and resolutions, but in Russia, they have lots of tasty different types of salads. So like potato salad. Oh. Um, some of them are seafood. I'm not a big seafood guy, but you know what, Jared? Bring in the new year. I'm going to try some new things. I'm going to give them a try. We'll see how they are. I, love, I like that. I like that. Is this – is this going to be
2: your first time experiment trying I was say experimenting trying seafood uh
0: in a in you know in a while? Yeah. Yeah, I had well I had I had a couple bites of my girlfriend's uh salmon pasta a few weeks ago and that was actually super tasty. So salmon's good. I, salmon I might be for coming dinner. around. Now, are you just doing that because you're going to be around uh her family? Well, I'm mm, a little bit, but I'm doing it more so because uh I want to try it, you know. Uh generally speaking I don't like seafood, but who knows? Maybe I'm getting older, maybe my taste buds are changing. We'll see. I'll say this, I've been ex-
2: my, my um my girlfriend, she's mainly vegetarian. She eats some seafood though, or I guess I'll, I guess like you call it a pescatarian, but anyway, she's exposed me to a lot of um tofu's and fake meats that I would have been happy not trying. But sometimes okay. I'm like, "Oh, that's not bad." Other times I'm like, I don't need this in my life. I don't need this in my life. <laughs> Why are you forcing this sure. on me? <laughs> right. But I am happy for you for uh, for trying new things. And I think I, I think it's easy, you know. As a former former, as a uh, current picky eater, I think sometimes you'll be shocked if you even just slightly open your doors a little bit. You know. Yeah, I would agree one hundred percent. Uh, so, are you willing to go back to salmon and order it? Maybe not in, in China, but when you come back to the U.S. or something.
0: See, that's the thing. If I, I cooked liked it, you salmon. I, see, that's the thing. I liked it, but I don't know if I would. If I went to a restaurant, I would order a salmon dish. Like, if someone mm. was having some and they offered me a couple couple bites, I would for sure take it. What but if I was having I a serving uh-huh. a meal where the meat was salmon? So, it was a hunk of salmon,
2: and I said, "Here you go, Chad. Enjoy."
0: i'd try I'd, give it a try I'd give it a try without the evil smile at the end the, the,
2: the question
1: the question Enjoy. is are you
0: going to be offended if i don't eat all of it uh yes very okay all right well <laughs> am i allowed to use a sauce with it or is the sauce cheating do you eat salmon with sauce you can i don't
2: i season okay. it I, you know i season it salt and pepper sometimes well sometimes i'll do like a balsamic but i haven't done that in a okay. while but it's not but i definitely will do that from time to time but i okay. won't do like a I, I never like a anything heavier than like a balsamic and olive oil kind of situation you know
0: okay that's fair that's fair yeah i don't blame you yeah i'll keep nice. that in mind next time you come over there we go there we go do um, you want to um yeah and i think love
2: i do sorry i don't mean I do. to cut you
0: off i did not mean to cut you off you're good You're good. We'll talk about it later. I was trying to be be an
2: efficient podcaster. I'm sorry. I feel
0: you. Don't worry. So I have three shout-outs for us today, Jared. My first one goes out to California because they have reached a new milestone. Uh, They have uh, had a million solar roofs. Um, So uh, what's really amazing is that uh, the initiative was uh, to build three gigawatts of rooftop solar throughout the state, the program actually met its goal in 2015, and the market has continued to grow. Today, California, uh, consumers have installed nearly nine gigawatts of local solar it's energy. It's gigawatts. Threefold. Is it, no, I'm kidding. Is it giga- I don't know. Are you sure? No. No, I'm not. Pretty I'm, sure it's gigawatts, know. my man? Probably. I'm just uh, kidding. Unless you're Jay-Z, then it might <laughs> be gigawatts, but I think here it's gigawatts. Um uh, and uh, three and and sorry and brought about the Million Solar Roofs Initiative launched in 2006 with Senate Bill Number One, uh, authorized by former State Senator Kevin Murray. Um, so the so right here the the nine gigawatts of solar energy uh, is the size equivalent of six large natural gas power plants. Generate wow. more than 13 billion kilowatt hours of clean electricity. Each year, by avoiding 22 million tons of CO2 and 16,000 tons of smog-forming pollutants, over 350 billion cubic feet of natural gas and bypassing expensive and aging utility infrastructure. So, shout out to California. I think that's awesome. And what's interesting is there was an interview I watched of Elon Musk. Um, I believe he was either in Hong Kong or Taiwan. I don't remember. And one of the uh, participants asked him if he thought that uh, China could eliminate its air pollution issues. Uh, and he said, oh, easily. He said, if you just installed solar power, uh, solar panels, China could easily do this. And I'll tell you, man, the air quality here has not been great the last couple of days. Uh, yesterday, I was walking around. I took a couple pictures. I'll send them your way right now, Jared. Um, and Those uh, pictures he it's been, it's sent me, little, little uh, small whenever
2: day. that was last time, mm-hmm. are like it's like some walking dead shit like it is creepy <laughs> it's like oh don't my, worry i'm sending you a couple more oh my gosh
0: couple of um, meat in them as well so there you go all right coming your way Take or a look. your silhouette i guess got my mask on all right uh, oh yes oh you know how yep. to get me going um <laughs> <laughs> check out our instagram untranslatable podcast oh, and you can see some oh of these yes <laughs> yeah yeah
2: oh this is These so good wild. i love this yeah oh you guys you got some good shit to look
0: forward to oh my gosh this is so creepy yeah it is it's eerie and that was at and that those pictures were taken at like 3 30 in the afternoon is is so most people are wearing
2: masks or most young nope. people no no nope. Jeez. Oh, nope that's crazy yep yep it is it is um also so are yeah, so you walking were, to, were you walking where uh, there is no one else i'm looking at these
0: pictures so that's the <laughs> there thing is there is no were, one that's why that's why i took that picture there were people you can't see them because oh, the smog yeah. is so thick
2: i now you gotta zoom in and you yeah. can
0: see like the outlines of people Mm-hmm.
2: mm-hmm.
0: still that's a yeah.
2: huge expanse of space yep it is oh so, wow anyways,
0: yeah those other pictures there's a bunch of people yeah, see? Oh, it's wow. pretty crazy. Pretty crazy stuff. Yeah, and,
2: and, and, and solar panels, especially in a place like China where they're building a lot of new construction, seems mm-hmm. like a, um, you know, sort of an obvious thing to do. Like the expense is low, especially when you're talking about building new skyscrapers, for example. And right. um, it's a great way to, to offset energy usage with, with, without any really much extra
0: effort. Yeah, I would agree 100%. So, yeah, so that, uh, so shout out uh, to California. My next one, you betcha, goes out to uh, a chief U.S. Navy counselor, Grant um, Kanbalinoff. Konb- I think that's how you say his last name, who, uh, who set up this really amazing, um, I don't know, foundation or organization. Um, he he launched operation send sailors home so some junior sailors don't have to be without their loved ones for the holidays and he said i quote it can be hard during the holidays especially for junior sailors for some of them this might be the first time being gone we want to make the holiday season a bit easier so he spread the word via social media that the organization was seeking sailors who needed help paying for a trip home during the holidays I asked for nominations and for as many people to share the post as possible. Once we had a pool of people, we assigned them all a number and uh, and randomly picked them. Some of the sailors chosen had already had plane tickets, so we just reimbursed what they paid. Others that couldn't afford the help, we sent uh, $200 each to buy Christmas gifts. In total, we were able to buy three plane tickets and send two other sailors money for Christmas presents. Uh, so I think this is really great. This is a great effort. Yeah, I hope this organization continues to grow. Uh, I think that you know, especially for people who say that we need to support our troops, which I do agree with. uh, I think we not only need to support our troops, but we also need to provide them opportunities to um, promote their mental health, to allow them to spend time with their friends and family whenever possible. And I think this is a great foundation. So we are sending a lot of love. Um, to Grant, or as they call him in the Navy, uh, Chief Khan. So we thank you um, for being so generous and taking your time and energy to set up something like this, which is really amazing. Yeah. You know, Jared, the holiday season is upon us. I have one last shout out today um, that goes out to a gentleman named Adam Diaz, who is a businessman, who he ended up giving back so much to his community um, in uh, Pennsylvania, in I'm going to try to say this here, Jared. Susquehanna County, uh, he returned to his former school um, to give students a special gift. So the the, uh, gymnasium inside Mountain View Elementary has turned into a shoe store this week as boxes upon boxes of sneakers and boots were given to students who attend the school. They did not realize they were going to come and pick out a really nice, good quality shoe for absolutely free. Some of her students here are very uh, in need, so it was really nice to see. Each student was fitted for a pair of sneakers or boots. They were able to pick out on their own to take home with them free of charge, thanks to a former Mountain View student. So I think this is great, giving back to these students. Um, And some of these kids may need a new pair of shoes or boots for the winter. So we thank you, Adam Diaz. We think it's great that you're giving back. I love that. we really appreciate it. Yeah. You betcha. So, Jared, I think you know what time it is. I think I do too, Chad
2: oh there we go <laughs> uh, it's the untranslatable owl the owl that signifies we talk about untranslatables idioms, sayings, proverbs other things that mean those things uh, that don't really make any sense uh, my first one is Portuguese I got this from the untranslatable uh, Co. Uh, not all of mine came from there, just this one um, muita areia too much sand for
0: your tiny truck. It means you're like in over your head, in above your head. No, no,
2: no. You're it, it, not qualified? No, but you're on the right track. It's not that you're not qualified for something. It's that maybe you don't like like your truck is not the right truck to hold all that sand like you you don't you like like your truck has no business holding all of that sand you think you're playing with us f-250s over here that's too much
0: sand for your tiny truck so that's like your
2: leave the big boy hauling up to the big boys is that what that means so you're you're no, like something that's no doesn't mean, it doesn't mean leave the big what, boy hauling up to the what, big what, boys. What, what
0: does it mean, Jared? <laughs> what does it
2: mean? It means something that's uh, too good for you.
0: Ah, okay, that makes mm, sense. Mm-hmm. So, Jared, I changed it up today. I actually, this is maybe going to be scandalous, but I do not have any Chinese untranslatables today. Mm. Uh, but mm. I do have two Colombian ones because uh, we're going to talk about a Colombian New Year's tradition, which I thought was interesting. And uh, so, caught my interest with uh, Colombian Spanish. So, here we go. Se nos creció el enano, which means the dwarf grew up. The dwarf grew up. It
2: means, like, you overcoming a fear. Nope. The dwarf grew nope.
0: up. I would say, I would say if the dwarf grew up, Jared, you might have some more fear.
2: The dwarf grew up. Or it's like your fears came to... Uh, like you... Uh, I have no idea where to even
0: begin with this. So let me try to give you an example. So the dwarf grew up would be like, you know, uh, maybe I decide not to um, clean up my apartment, right? And then uh, I just keep putting it off and putting it off. And then you come visit me and you see my dirty apartment and you're like, like, Chad, the dwarf got bigger. Oh, it's like you, like it, it's getting out of hand? <coughs> it basically means that the uh, problem is getting out of hand. Oh, like,
2: like it's not just it's getting out of hand, but specifically like a, like problem, a problem is getting out of hand. Yes. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. My next untranslatable is Danish, and it's sa er ged And it means now that goat has been shaved hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on now that goat has been shaved there we go i just needed the right inflection
0: now that goat has been is it like all right problem solved we're done all right work here is done problem solved yes there we go nice okay well that see nice and i
2: think the tone really helped with that i think that makes a big difference now that goat oh, has been shaved versus now that goat's been shaved. <laughs>
0: That's yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And the hands with perfect. All right, my last one for you today is Colombian Spanish as well. Jared England is. Um, Tengo un filo que si me agacho me corto. Hold on. Which means uh, they. Uh huh. Tengo you- un filo que si me agacho
2: me corto. Something about you have uh, I don't know it's you have something.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this means this uh, this means to they they will cut themselves if they bend over. They will cut themselves if they bend
2: over. Hmm. Where it's like don't don't play yourself, or it's like don't get in over your head, or like watch your back, or don't.
0: Nope. Nope. Let me let me give you an example, Jared. So, um, for a lot of New Year's traditions. Um, I would say that most people will not cut themselves if they bend over, because there's a lot of food involved with New Year's traditions. They will not cut themselves.
2: I don't even so know what the hell. So if you don't, don't have any
0: food, if you don't have any food, you might cut yourself if you bend over. Oh, pass out means to be very hungry. Very oh, very hungry.
2: Really. Cut yourself. Yeah, when you bend over, is uh, hungry. Mm-hmm. I don't yep. know where it's that really came hungry. From. All right, I have one more. Hold on, I have one Me more. either. I have one more. Mine is Venezuelan Spanish, and nice. it is llegar de arroquero. arroquero llegar de arroquero, which means. Coming as a rice farmer. Is that like pretending to be someone you're not? You're very close. Maybe you attend okay. an event as a rice farmer.
0: So you? Oh, are you like being a? <clears throat> maybe being you like like come an an imposter? to
2: imposter. Maybe you're coming to a party as a rice farmer. Going incognito. I have no idea what is it. Uh, people attending parties they're not invited to.
0: Oh, I like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nice. Okay. Mm-hmm. There we go. Yeah. Well, Jared, no one asked for speaking a Speaking of attending farmer. parties they're not invited to, you might not want to do that on New <laughs> that Year's. That explains my New Year's. Oh, right. <laughs> um,
2: uh, do you, so do you, uh, first of all, mm-hmm. I want to talk about our personal New Year's resolutions, traditions, whatever that might be. Do you have sure. any, uh, do you like to set New Year's resolutions? Do you write them down? Do you have them in
0: your head? do you i haven't i haven't done new year's resolutions probably in at least four to five years Mm. everything's going perfect for you huh i don't know if i'd (laughs) say i mean things are going good i can't complain i'm very grateful to be where i'm at but i think this year i might need to change it up and i like your idea though having some goals for 2020 instead of yes because i feel like a lot of new year's resolutions are like i want to lose five pounds or it's I like I don't want to drink any Coca Cola. You know, how am I gonna like that.
2: change my life? Or like, how am I gonna like? Right. I need to fix something in my life. I need to get rid of something or in, uh, include something in my life. Or it's like I don't even know if it's that. Where it's like, wh- where do I want to? Where do I see myself at the end of this year? How how do I like to? How could I improve myself? I I've been saying, and I still feel right. like I stand by this. It's just I don't even I want to get ripped, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Um,
0: like, Do I like, I feel need- like you want to get ripped, yes, but I feel okay. like I
2: need to get a trainer, probably because it I don't helps. know. Trainer I don't or know. Gym buddy. I well, I well, it's probably easier to hire someone than get a buddy, so I'm, I'm gonna assume I'm gonna go with trainer and for you, uh, maybe. Oh well, yeah, that's from this is for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh and I'm serious about this. I and not even I mean I I want I want to do this now. And so like okay. I just don't know how to go about doing this. Like do I just show up at the gym and be like, "Hey, hook me up with the trainer?"
0: Yeah. Okay, yeah, pretty much? Yeah. All right. Or just I think I'm find just the nervous. Most jacked dude in the gym <laughs> and mid set just go like like you know, tap him on the shoulder, be like, "Hey, buddy, don't do it mid-set; he'll get pissed." But <laughs> yeah. afterwards, be like, the "Be like, hey, be like, hey, buddy, I want to just tell him, can I work in? Can I work in a set?' You probably won't be able to lift what he's doing. What lifting, does that mean? But means like, can I? So if he's doing like bench press, and you're like, "Can I work in?" That means you also will do the same weight that he's doing. So don't do that. You'll you'll you might die. Well, I was gonna say so this is that.
2: how I get him to train me <laughs> by maybe, <laughs> maybe. Could pulling be. or straining a muscle.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay so you want to get ripped uh yeah w- what yeah you're gonna have to start lifting the weights my man That's i know the only way you can really do that oh i know i know why didn't i why want didn't to you have this why didn't you have this when we were still in college together i don't even know man so jacked i, I think know. the two of us
2: i've started i'm starting to feel i feel like self-conscious about not even i don't mm-hmm. want to even say my size because it's not like a height thing like i'm not i'm but right. i don't know but I've also – I was having a conversation with my parents when I was – or with my dad, I guess, when I was home for mm-hmm. Thanksgiving when he was driving me to the airport. And, I, and he was tell, he was asking me what kind of exercise I do, and I tell him – I told him I sometimes go to yoga. And I was like, even that's kind of a lie. I, I used to, but I don't even really do that anymore. I told him this. I wasn't lying to him. Right. Um, right. That's just about uh, going to church. Um, but I mm. – um, <laughs> Right. <laughs> but I um, – He's, but I was like, but yeah, I really have to, like, I really have to do something. And he recommended Orange Therapy. It's a great mix of, like, strength and cardio. And I was like, oh, that's a good oh, idea. Nice. I could, I'll look into that. But then I was like, I don't want to do that. I, I want to get ripped. And I want to do cardio too, but I can do that in my own time.
0: True. But I really,
2: especially if I'm, if I'm, if I, like, have a, you know, membership at the place where I'm getting trained, I can mm-hmm. get on a treadmill or I can get on a bike or whatever. But True. I want to, um, I want to, and not ripped. Like I don't want to. I don't want to look like a fucking freak, but I want to uh, have some definition, you know.
0: I will. I will tell you, Jared. There I want to have no the D'Angelo you'll be v. able to look. There you go. You will. There will be no way you'll be able to look like a freak unless you train for over six to seven years. If you stay natural, if you mm. stay natural, it'll take well, you so long. Listen, that I'm willing to do whatever it By the it takes. time you're a freak, you won't even <laughs> think you're a freak because it just looks normal to you at that point. Right. Right. Because uh,
2: it'll be such a like progression
0: right right. All right that's good news uh, yeah <laughs> not that's, gonna get ripped a, anytime that's soon that's a good that's a good resolution i was yeah, concerned For me i just want to i just want to start to work out more and for me i also want to gain back that how can you do I, that do you know what do you have access to a gym i got my weights right behind me buddy i got oh, okay uh, i got dumbbells i'm just gonna try to do stuff at home uh mm-hmm. there is a gym on campus but like it takes me 25 minutes to walk to campus I don't know if they even have showers in the gym. They're going to have to walk back. It's, it's a whole ordeal. So right. I think it's just better for me to, especially with my teaching. What well, mm, we'll have to see. I'm probably just going to do stuff with dumbbells at home. What I can tell you, though, Jerry, is if you join a gym, if you want to get ripped, if you focus on compound movements, which are movements that involve more than one muscle group, uh, that's the best way to do it. So if you stick mm. with deadlifts, bench press, shoulder press, and squats – those four compound movements, uh, also pull-ups and chin-ups are great, um, you'll get ripped. You do those and you keep increasing so, your weight, you will get ripped over time. So,
2: okay, that's good to know.
0: But uh, because
2: you're telling me what, how to do them and I could look up what these, mm-hmm. e- what these exercises are, would you right. still recommend that I have someone there training me on how to do them, especially as a beginner?
0: I would say, since you're a beginner, absolutely. Like, like it's kind of similar, like
2: incorrectly. It's kind of similar, like when I started learning piano, where it's like, yeah, I I can tell that I'm 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 learning things here, but I can also tell that I'm learning things wrong. Like I'm not correct. (laughs) I'm not doing this. Like I can tell that I could be learning more efficiently if I was actually someone was telling me how to do it rather than me just kind of guessing at it.
0: Right. Well, I would say you should have a trainer for a few reasons. One, to teach you proper form, which is very important. Mm -hmm. Two, when you have a trainer, especially if you're lifting free weights, uh, you have a spotter, which is very important. And when you don't have a spotter, you tend to plateau a lot because you you're not able to push yourself as much. Right. So I remember I did a free I did a free workout with a personal trainer in East Lansing. I have not and I was still lifting weights three times a week. And, uh, and I was so sore after that workout because he really pushed me. Like, he put on more weight than I was used to. And I mean, mm. yeah, he helped me with the last two or three reps. Um, but still, that extra push is really what uh, makes your muscles grow and makes you a lot stronger and bigger. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Good. I'm I ready will tell for, you for me, one of One of my goals for 2020 is I would really like to get... I would like to do some research while I'm here in China and publish that research with some type of academic journal. Mm. Uh, I think that would be really fantastic. Uh, I already How have do you an idea. Go about, I'd do, like do you want to, it to be China, China's about something China-related? What I would like to do is I would like to do students' perceptions on um, classroom participation in China. Because mm. I've noticed that unless I call on my students, like my students will participate in terms of group work. They will absolutely do that, and they're happy to do that. But when I want them to answer my questions, they will not answer unless I call on them. so i want to investigate why that is i have a few theories why but yeah so that's one of my goals do you know how to my goals do you
2: know how to can i i'm sorry i i I don't i don't mean to stop you no no do you know how to like what's the process like you're not doing like this is not a scientific experiment where you can post a hypothesis and prove that hypothesis how do you go about doing this research and, and and presenting it as
0: a complete study so there are a couple different types of research. Um, you have things like qualitative, you have quantitative, there are some other ones. Um, but this would be um, more or less a qualitative study because I'm asking for students' opinions um, and their thoughts. So, um, so, I mean, I do have a hypothesis. My hypothesis is that Chinese students don't overly participate um, because of just some aspects here of Chinese culture. Like, being humble is a very important tenet of Chinese culture. And so if you're mm-hmm. constantly like, like, oh, I know the answer, I know the answer, you're not being very humble. Um, so that's kind of looked down upon. Another reason here in China is there's this idea of face. And face is basically like your social standing among your peers. And so if you raise your hand and you answer a question incorrectly, you kind of lose face. Mm. Um, so I think that's another reason. So I want to investigate and, also, and hear students' opinions why. I'm sure... Mm-hmm. The test
2: like the fact that like they're very test based has something to do with it too, where it's like kind of focused on just getting the information, you know? It's not really about discussion. It's like what's the information
0: I need to know also for the test. Exactly. Exactly. Another another potential idea I have is I would also like to research with my younger students and find out what their own perceptions of their English abilities are. Because I think a lot of my students... One, I think students a lot of times very inaccurately, um, you know, inaccurately um, place their skill level. So, for example, I have some students who think they're terrible at English. And their English is actually pretty good. And mm. then sometimes you have the inverse where other students will <laughs> think their English is of great course, and it's really yeah. bad. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I think that would be really fascinating to research and find out about that. Um, So yeah, so that's one of my goals. Another one of my goals, I have never, uh, I haven't weighed my weight probably since uh, my senior year of college, which was in 2014. So wow, almost six years now. Pretty crazy. You haven't weighed, Uh, you don't,
2: you haven't, but you've been to a
0: doctor, haven't you? Yeah, but I've weighed more. I haven't weighed, I I weigh 176 pounds right now. I have not weighed 176 pounds since 2014 i misunderstood you when you said weigh your weight i thought you meant like you wait like you'd wage yourself no keep this weight <laughs> so i would like to i got gotcha. you actually be honest jared in an ideal world i'd like to be about 178 to 180 mm. of muscle if i had some more muscle then i'd be okay with weighing a little bit more i can tell you i've lost some muscle in my arms and my back my clothes are fitting a lot more uh a lot looser now um, but I'd like to stay around 175 to 180. See, you should be in Michigan because I feel like
2: I can help you with the diet aspect and you can help me with the weightlifting aspect, you That's know? That's true. That is true. We could, we, when I'm back we we should, this summer, yeah, live with me.
0: <laughs> actually i should live with you You got a you spare have the, bedroom you
2: have the gym that's
0: though. true we have the gym <laughs> and true. you have a
2: spare bedroom too <laughs> that's
0: also true see you sydney Very i'm going
2: true. to uh, live with chad what for uh, what
0: other what other goals do you have for this uh this new year or this this for 2020 uh, um some stupid podcast related
2: stuff um i wouldn't call that stupid i'd call that fantastic and then um and then other than that I'd say there's like professional related stuff. You know, it's mostly just. Okay. I, I think a big one for me that is really starting to set in with me that is is not even the the actually doing work aspect and the delivering on mm-hmm. the job aspect. It's the soft skills: your communication, your mm-hmm. relationship with colleagues. Uh, hey, Jim, how's the family? That kind of BS. So how um, are you?
0: How are you going about? Uh, so far not
2: goals. great so far not great uh <laughs> well it's not 2020 yet so you're good we haven't even <laughs> yeah, started yet. that's the trick just don't do anything until the next year <laughs> until 2020 that's right
0: and then if it's january 4th Ignore and you it. haven't done your resolutions <laughs> wait till next year
2: <laughs> yeah but it's just like i don't know because it's just like it's, it's 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 not even a recognition that oh in order to succeed in the office i need this i get that it's overcoming right. like like it's overcoming like my personality and years of just mm. ingrain like like what's been ingrained into my personality you know and it's just right. like and it's just like don't don't start random conversations has sort of been ingrained into me, and it, right. but it's just like it's I can't just go around not like not knowing people that maybe I don't sure. work with but are in my department, you know, or yeah. sit right next to me, but no, oh, just because I never have meetings with them or I don't work with them, I don't even know their like I don't even know if
0: they we know each other's name, you know, right? Yeah, well, so. I, I mean, a tip a tip I would give for you, buddy, would be. Whenever you have that thought in the back of your head, I would say do the opposite of that. So, when you have that thought, like, oh, I don't want to have this Uh-oh. random conversation, when that thought arises, <laughs> Uh-oh. get Uh-oh. off your damn chair and go talk to him. Um, I'm just and like, just, uh... and here's, here's the other thing, though, too, <clears> buddy. <throat> like, like I, I, look, we all have insecurities, we all have flaws. You know, yes. I'm definitely by no means perfect. I'm um, Just look around my apartment. I need to clean this place very badly. Um, <laughs> don't look. Don't look. So what happens it's not when not you live bad. alone. It's not that bad. But, um, but anyways, so, but the thing is, is like, I think we, our brains are definitely hardwired to do things. And I think it takes a very conscious effort and a uh, conscious effort very often to break these kind of hardwired things we have in our brain. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, one thing I've actually been trying to do is talk less. Because there's a lot of times where I want to interject in a conversation. And so the moment I feel that interjection, I just say, chill, relax. uh, Let these people talk and listen. Um, And I've gotten a lot better at it the last couple of years. I really started doing this, actually, when I moved to the Czech Republic. But that was also difficult because my colleagues were asking me a lot of questions. And I think my friends, my colleagues wanted to hear my American perspective. But there were a lot of times where I had to check myself. Where I was like, all right, you're talking too much ask some questions, listen to them. Um, so yeah, but that's great though. Jared. Talk I less. Say it's talk mm-hmm. less used
2: to be a constant mantra I'd have for myself, especially going into like dates and stuff where it's just like talk okay. less, talk less. Cause I feel like I like as a defense mechanism, I go to trying to make jokes or trying to like, I don't know. Mm. So it's just like, uh, being able to be comfortable in silence, not have to like, mm-hmm. um, Give people a chance to speak. I struggle with that too. Oh absolutely. Yeah, I still struggle with that. It's very important to with you.
0: Right. Yeah, I think there's a lot of different goals and things that we can look forward to to 2020. But you know, it's not New Year's Jared is not only about the goals, but it's about how we bring in the new year. And as mm. the Germans say, how we slide into the new year. I like uh, that. You know, in German you uh, wish someone einen guten Rutsch, which means a good slide into the new year. <laughs> which I think it's great. So let's talk about some New Year's traditions around the world, Jared. Uh, and my first one that I think is really great is in Spain, España, uh, where they it is customary to eat 12 grapes, one at each stroke of the clock at midnight on New Year's Eve. Each grape represents mm. good luck for one month of the coming year. In bigger cities like Madrid and Bar- Barcelona, <laughs> people gather in main squares <laughs> to eat their grapes together and pass around bottles of um, cava now i wonder i'm not sure what uh uh-huh well you're not sure what
2: what kava is what kava is yeah no idea it's a kind of wine um okay should have known now it's it's sparkling wine now they're in um in europe so their grapes Mm -hmm. most likely have seeds in it it seems actually kind of difficult to eat 12 seeded grapes in essentially 12 seconds you know that's true nom, 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 nom. i mean that you could, true i guess you could true this chew the
0: seeds they're not impenetrable but right that's I like if they have like baby new year's grapes that they have like special <laughs> ones or special seedless ones they eat for new year's
2: yeah it's like the maraschino cherry of grapes right for new year's yeah all right give me another so my tradition next tradition do i have a question uh, for you us, do you have any traditions yeah, yeah. do you have any new year's traditions
0: Other than like watching the ball drop and like the five, four, three, two, one thing, not really. Um, And last year, I did not kiss anyone for New Year's. Um, Year before that, I did because I was celebrating. I mean, who gives a
2: shit? Who gives a shit?
0: Um, I haven't kissed someone on most New Year's. years. I don't think it's important in Russia to kiss someone for New Year's. Oh, is it really? Mm-hmm. Y'all
2: kiss me i i don't think i've ever kissed someone on new year's i don't i don't think so you've never celebrated well, no, with a I, girlfriend? well i've kissed you know I, i've like uh like a not not <laughs> I was gonna make it sound like some stranger but no like i've been at a party where it's like uh you know like a friend kind of thing but i've never okay. i've never i don't think i've ever celebrated new year's with a significant other no okay what did i do last year, this year? yes i'll be in uh i'll be on the road again
0: oh first new year's kiss for jared i'm excited yeah excited
2: (laughs) i'm here on the road again single
0: let's talk about some (laughs) other countries Um, yes so we talked about spain colombia this is probably one of my favorite ones in hopes of a travel-filled new year residents of colombia carry empty suitcases around the block uh so i think that's great i just picture like your abuelita with, like, an empty suitcase walking around the block. <laughs> like, like I hope I can go somewhere this year. I think that's great. We is, love is that travel like, here at the Untranslatable podcast. Is
2: that, like, so to yeah. represent, yeah. like, uh, like, oh, this is, like, you know, my, it's, like, all my pop potential possibilities, but it's empty because the year's just getting started, and I'm going to fill it up with experiences and, and love.
0: I would imagine mm. so, yes. I would imagine so.
2: A suitcase. Uh, all right,
0: so now... Jared, if you want to banish some bad spirits, go ahead and go to Denmark because they greet the new year. <laughs> this is this is so crazy. They uh, celebrate the new year by throwing old plates and glasses against the doors. See like, now, this I can houses. get on board with this. Yep, me too. I can just imagine like oh, going to IKEA so and just being like. Right, going to I- IKEA and buying like a bunch of like plates and glasses <laughs> yeah, for like dirt a sixty cheap. pack. All right, next year, I, right, um, next year we're going to be breaking
2: these. They have places in the U- in the US here. I've never been to them, but they do have places where you can like um, essentially just pay to smash smash uh, glass and plates and cups and stuff. Uh, like like oh, they man, put you in like so like a fun. kind of a protective suit and give you uh, like a a wood bat or whatever, and to say all right you know for until you're go done go crazy go crazy until you're done smashing stuff, and I can imagine that, that being be very so therapeutic. Uh, same with throwing oh, stuff, yeah. and I can also imagine that being like like a like a therapeutic kind of refresh, you know, where it's like I'm smashing, every, I'm I'm forget everything from last year, I'm I'm starting fresh. Alright, right, give me some other ones. Right. I don't really have any traditions so, either, but I I'm getting some ideas and so far. These are good ones. It sounds like I hope I'm, you it,
0: smash some plates.
2: Sounds like I'm gonna get uh, arrested uh on the road again and potentially <laughs> abroad on the road again, depending on Could where it be. is I'm going. By the way, I just got a new pass. I just got my passport renewed. Oh nice. I just got it back. Getting a fresh passport feels so good. I, I was excited for like a day and a half. Right.
0: Ten years, right? Isn't that how long it is? Yeah,
2: although I looked at that picture and I was like 10 years huh <laughs> probably should have thought this one out a little bit better probably should That's not have been fair. so afraid to be like hey could you take one more <laughs>
0: right no kidding. but i don't want to be that no guy kidding.
2: so i'm just like no it's fine it's fine
0: <laughs> right right so my next one takes us to finland and i think there's actually quite a few different countries who do something similar because i know in the czech republic we also do this uh, oh we well, they, they also do this yeah we i'm not in the czech republic anymore anyways in Finland, people predict the coming year by casting molten tin into a container of water and then interpreting the shape of metal, uh, the shape the metal takes after hardening. Oh, yes, a heart or ring means a wedding, while a ship predicts travel and a pig declares there will be plenty of food. Well, you really can't uh, say we because I believe you promised for our Instagram. I tried people. it and I couldn't get it to work. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, I hey Chad, uh, where's
2: the uh, where's the
0: metal? Come on.
2: Yep. Didn't but work. I think that's, uh, and kind of I was like, well, that's a bad sign for your
0: future. <laughs> right? No kidding. Well, 2019, I think, went okay. So that's it was true. okay. That's it worked true. worked out all right. Worked out all right. You showed them. Uh, maybe that's ta-ra-ra. because I would have had bad metal shapes, and it would have brought me bad luck, Jared. Wow. I, I was didn't protecting it, you. There are no bad, that's right. That's interesting. So in Panama, Jared, uh, wow. it is a tradition to burn uh, effigies, muñecos is what they call them, uh, so these could be television characters or political figures. Television and the effigies characters. are meant to represent the old year. Yeah, so you burn basically paper characters in Panama mm. to celebrate the new year. Um, okay, I have a couple. So, more. Is, if you're like a famous uh, so, celebrity, is that like a where
2: it's like it's like not an honor, but your, it's just like oh wow that you're right. really reaching celebrity status. It's not like oh we hate you. It doesn't directly mean have, we hate you. That's does a great
0: it? question. That's a great because question. Because it seems like no an idea. aggressive move if you like the person. Right. Reach out to our uh, Panamanian listeners on Twitter, Jared, and find out. Maybe they can do Now, some you insight. say that.
2: We have had Panamanian listeners. Now, I'll say this. It's been a while. Come back, please. We need you, and we miss you, we and miss we you. love you. Um, but mostly, we need you. Um, what's, what's up with that burning thing? We need some more clarification on
0: that. We need to find out. That's true. So in Scotland, Jared, in Scotland... The first person who crosses the threshold of a home uh, in New Year should carry a gift for luck. Scots also hold bonfire ceremonies where people parade. This sounds fascinating. Parade while swinging giant fireballs on poles, supposedly symbols of the (laughs) sun. But the good thing is the Scots probably aren't drinking while they do this. (laughs) Uh, They might be. You never know. You'll never know. On gator in the Philippines, kiss. Jared, you want to find round shapes all over the Philippines to represent coins which symbolize prosperity in the coming mm. year. Many families disp- display piles of fruit on their dining tables and some eat exactly 12 round fruits also, grapes Twelve. being the most common at midnight. People also will wear polka dots for good luck. So, round things in the Philippines represent like wealth and fortune. And you know, prosperity. it's odd
2: that this is the second co- uh, country or culture where 12 is the sort of signifying number. Like, that was the same with the grapes. Why 12? Right. You know, midnight. like, well, I get that. Midnight. I get that. But or, it's just no, like, no,
0: no, I'm wrong. 12 months of the year. 12 okay, months of the that year that makes more sense. Yeah, that's why. Because yeah. exactly.
2: I was like, I understand the 12 midnight thing, but that doesn't seem like, where's the real significance in it being specifically that time, you know?
0: But that makes more sense, right. the 12 months of the year. Right. Now, Jared, if you're going to celebrate your New Year's in some Central and South American countries like Brazil, Ecuador, Bolivia, and Venezuela it is very important to pack some lucky underwear with you jared for new year's eve the most popular colors mm. are red thought to bring love in the new year and yellow which is thought to bring money my favorite underwear is black or i could possibly swing a
2: blue don't know what those <laughs> colors mean don't know what those um, colors mean
0: buddy so who knows I, I,
2: okay uh, how do you feel about uh Times square for new year's as a tradition
0: uh that's a big no for me big no for me too many people i don't even know how the logistics work if you have to go to the bathroom you're not allowed to leave
2: you're not i don't think no i don't think so and you also have to get in that by like five i don't know how that works either you just right i mean there's probably porta potties but true you know i don't get it either but people like like that's a uh that's a destination you know um and 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 i I don't really understand that uh so can i can can i we talked about our i want to talk about just some top resolutions in different countries real quick so the u.s yeah absolutely i mean obviously what's we can we can we all know one that's going to be in every list losing weight yeah, that's every, that's every... Losing weight. Yeah. Every, everyone's obsessed with, with vanity and, and mm. I guess health, not really vanity. I don't want really to right. make it a vanity thing. It's for your health. <laughs> uh, the right. U.S., some of the top ones. Losing, getting organized is number two. Losing weight and eating healthier is number one. Uh, okay. Living life to the fullest, which is just generic. Uh, learn mm-hmm. a new hobby. Save money and spend less. Travel, read more. Brazil, lose weight is number one. Eat or drink something new learn something new. Oh, I like that one. Save money, yep, fall that's a in good love, one. get mm. a uh, better job, stop smoking. That's a big one in outside of the US. Uh, right. get rid of debt, travel more, be more organized, read more. China become more family oriented is number 1.
0: Uh, I like get that. fit,
2: lose weight is 2 and 3. Quit smoking, mm-hmm. quit drinking 4 mm-hmm. and 5. Uh, control okay. on spending and become debt free is 6 and 7. Learn something new is number 8. Japan, read nice. more is number one. Spend more time with family, number two. Good. Uh, lose weight, obviously, always. That's always going to be there. Save money, mm-hmm. quit smoking. Smoking is big outside of... Essentially, in every most countries are big on smoking. But yeah, I, I found right. it interesting that this family thing was specifically a China-Japan thing, you know? But um, yeah, yeah everyone's trying to do the same thing and the words um of Joanna Jenkins ain't no color but the
0: blues you know it's true that's true yeah and i think a lot of these are really fantastic i really like the try some new food or drink learn something yes. new read more i like these learning learning is is mm. one i like oh absolutely absolutely yeah um i think i think after recording this episode Jared i think i am going to try to write a couple goals for 2020 okay um, We'll see. We'll see. I think it's important to write long-term goals though, too. Like maybe I'll try to think of one mm. or two short-term and one or two long-term. Uh, I don't really have any 5-year goals I feel like. Mm. got to start thinking of some Jared. Where are yeah. you and where are we going to be in 2025? Mm. It's coming where up are quicker we than be? we than we think. We're going to be on episode 1,500 probably uh, be fluent in like eight languages. <laughs>
2: We're so close.
0: <laughs> right right um but yeah yeah i think there's a lot of really great new year's traditions uh now one last thing though i would like to mention before we talk about the song of the pod jared is a couple fo uh, at least i thought this was interesting um a couple things that people do with foods um mm. so we talked about grapes in spain philippines they have round fruits another country that i really like this is uh, just before midnight on New Year's Eve in Japanese, they eat soba noodles. Um, uh, and so uh, soba noodles in Japan have a, uh, a lot of symbolism. The long noodle uh, denotes the crossing from one year to the next. And the easy-to-nibble noodles signify a letting go of the past year's regrets, a cutting off, if you will, before the fresh start of the, that the new year brings. Um, and another uh, food that's very popular here in China... Um, I don't know if it's really well I think it's during Chinese New Year are dumplings and dumplings here in China are to signify um, prosperity good fortune and I think that's really great as well Um, so yeah Yeah. we have um, in in the South they have uh, like
2: traditional New Year's meals and and they signify different things like it involves black eyed peas I know Uh, I believe uh, cornbread and some other things too but yeah um, I'm my I I'm not I'm not a real big traditiony kind of person like that, but I think spending it spending your New Year's with someone uh, a loved one this is what I like, and also spending it you know listen I'm young with a couple drinks, and also spending it, uh, in a home somewhere It doesn't have to be alone, or like just the two of us, but I, I'm no going to bars, no going to part like clubs nah because you're just gonna you're just gonna be standing up in a crowded space and it's no fun but i do think that i agree i do i do enjoy the the um spending it with someone you know like like it does seem like a good time to it like it's a reflection thing and it's part of reflecting is reflecting on who is important to you you know
0: Oh, absolutely, 100%. I couldn't agree more, buddy. I, and it, to I me am also, also a, a home person. A
2: tradition, to, a tradition for at least me is that New Year's, at least in my older age, as I have some autonomy, or some, mm-hmm. I have autonomy, I'm my own person. Right. God damn it. Um, <laughs> New Year's has always been like the friend's holiday when Christmas is the family holiday. So, like, I, I, I don't really spend New Year's with my family in anymore. Mm,
0: that's fair. I spent the and last few years
2: with my family, and that was great.
0: That was kind of like
2: the first holiday. Yeah, but you were also traveling with them in Europe. You know, correct. That was also the, that was kind of like the the first holiday. I feel like, um, when where I was like, you know what, this is my this is mine now. You know,
0: right. That's fair. Like, I, I had definitely it's have not done that with Christmas or it Thanksgiving. It do what I want true. Very true. Well, hey, Jared, let's talk about think, uh, our uh, song of the pod. Let's do it.
2: Oh, damn, I always hate cutting off your segues because they're always so.
0: You're good, lovely. You're good. So yeah, let's talk about the song of the pod, which is yes. called "Drive Safe" by Rich Brian, formerly known. I don't know if you know this year, but formerly known as Rich Chiga. I did not know that, but I also could understand yeah. why he would decide to change that. Yes, so he actually became viral with a song called "Dat Stick," which, in my opinion, is straight fire. The remix also has Ghostface Killa on there, who's like a super legit rapper. Um, All right, I'll listen to that after. So, so take that, give that a look. But this new album—well, I don't know if it's new—but this album that he has is just fantastic. There's a lot of great songs. Rich Brian, I believe, is originally from Indonesia. I think he's mm-hmm. only like 17 or 18. Um, but this song "Drive Safe" is just fantastic. It has some really like laid-back vibes, some yes. really great guitar work and orchestration. There's some. Strings he's a rapper, at the end. right? Rapper, and he and I would call him he can sing a little bit. I well, think that's singing singing because, well, that's what I'm saying because well,
2: that's why I'm asking because he's mostly known for being a rapper, but he's singing right. on this song,
0: broadening his horizon. He's 20 years know. old, by the way. He's 20. Okay, oh, I like this song
2: okay. very much. I like it, was, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I listened to it. You you sent it to me, uh, and I listened to it probably like five or six times.
0: I don't tell, always do tell that. Tell our listeners tell our listeners more about it though Jared. like what what do you like about the song (laughs) (laughs) because i I like to hear your opinions
2: geez it gave me some vibes of uh, mac miller's last album a little bit you know swimming um it also um i i i I don't know i i like that um i don't know why do you always i hate how you always put me on the spot like this uh, I don't know. I just liked it. I like, I like, you know, sometimes when, when you hear a rapper get vulnerable, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. And I think, I think the vocal melodies are also really nice in the song. It pairs really well with um, the chord progressions behind it. And it's just a great song. It really is. And I think, mm-hmm. yeah, it talks about, like, caring about a loved one. Um, yeah. And I feel like Drive Safe is, at least in Michigan, it's a very endearing thing that people say to one another. Like, yeah,
2: that's true. You That's know. true. Although it's been pretty chill so far, you know. Which is good, I guess. Although I have winter right. tires and I really want to get out there and get crazy. Take them for a spin. Do uh, some donuts. Yeah, see what those puppies can do. There <laughs> we Drive go. like one of those people in an SUV going eighty down the freeway.
0: Oh, and then you'll stuff. you
2: too will see me in a ditch uh
0: a few Yeah, th- don't don't do that. <laughs> I, I can't do this podcast without you. So definitely don't do that, Jay. uh All right. Uh, Let's let's talk about our, our words of the pod, though. So, my Chinese yes. word of the pod today is, let me give it one more listen, because I always pronounce these tones wrong, Chuan Tong, and Chuan Tong means tradition. Figured, since we were talking about a few different New Year's traditions, that would be a good word for today.
2: My Spanish word of the pod is auto-superacion.
0: Uh, no, no idea what that Self-improvement. means. Self-improvement. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. That is definitely a big aspect of the new year. Jared and I wouldn't say new year new me, but new year improved me. I really do like that. New year yeah. improved me. I think new that's year better good. me. That's so what Jared, I would say. I decided. I decided today. I'm gonna bring you some corny, some corny New Year's jokes. So here we yes. go. We haven't done jokes for a couple episodes. I figured it was long overdue. So here we go, Jared. Where do you go to practice math on New Year's? Where's that? Times Square, baby. Oh, my gosh, yeah.
2: How many people do I have
0: to punch in the face to uh, get out of here? (laughs) (laughs) Right. Why do you need a a jeweler on New Year's Eve, Jared? Why's that? To ring in the New Year. Mm.
2: Mm.
0: Mm. And my last one for you, Jared, what did the farmer give his wife on New Year's?
2: Divorce papers.
0: Let's hope not, but he gave her hogs and kisses. <coughs> okay, that took a second. Instead of hugs and kisses, you know, hogs no, I and see. kisses, I, there I you see go. what you did there.
2: I see what you did there.
0: <laughs> so there we go. There are a couple cheesy jokes, and we hope all of you uh, will maybe integrate some of these new and fun traditions. Walk around your block with an empty suitcase. You If betcha. you want some more travels for this year. Eat some round fruits, 12 of them, if you want to have a prosperous new year. Uh, Wear some red underwear if you're looking for love. Some yellow underwear if you're looking for some more fortune. Yeah. And I think as Jared and I mentioned, uh, take this time for 2020. I know it's cliche, but I think it's still worth mentioning. Take 2020 to be a new year and an improved or better you. We hope 2020 will also bring... A new year and a new and better podcast for all of you. So we're looking forward to continuing the untranslatable journey. And for us to do that, please give us some five-star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. Let us know how we can make this podcast better for you. Check out our YouTube channel, Untranslatable Podcast, for the Song of the Pod playlist for uh, artists from different countries, songs in different languages. And we know uh, you'll really like it. There are some fantastic songs on there. So check it out. Also, feel free to uh, take a look at our other social media platforms: Instagram for some pictures of my time in China and uh, the shenanigans that Jared has been up to. Also, check us out on Twitter untranslatable Translatable uh, One, and feel free to tweet at us. We'd be happy to share some of those tweets on the podcast. So, we hope you have a happy and healthy New Year. You really enjoy yourself, as we say here at the Untranslatable Podcast: Yakuyame, which is Gracias and Shisha.